The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Well, Vin Zeeland is an author, musician, relationship coach, dad and grandpa and we're going to talk about your Zippy book series and I just love talking about children's books. Is that weird? No, that's not weird. The children, (laughs) you know, the children's books are fun. Mm. I mean, I grew up on children's books. I don't know about you. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I didn't grow up in adults books anyway. No, (laughs) we started, we all started somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So how would you describe the Zippy book series? Yeah. So the Life with Zippy book series are about empowering young children Uh, specifically young girls. Uh, They explore the world of possibilities uh, by asking important questions, you know, that children, uh, parents, grandparents, uh, teachers, influencers of early readers can relate to. Yeah. And what kind of questions does it ask then? Yeah. So... You know, these are drawn off of, you know, my life from being, you know, growing up with my family, but then also being being a dad. So they asked the the first book, Zippy Loves Rocks, asked the important question, when you grow up, what do you want to be? What do you want to do? And the response of Zippy is, you know, she she answers it in a couple of different ways. It, it's uh, it's kind of fun dialogue yeah. um, between between her and her parents. Mm. Yeah. And are there any moral themes in the books as well? Yeah, of course. Um, the first book, Zippy Loves Rocks, is about curiosity. Yeah. So as we mentioned, you know, Zippy Zippy's dad asks her the important question. Uh, what she'd like to be. And that's a question that every parent should be asking their children. Um, I think most do. And if not for entertainment purposes, um, I, (laughs) I, you know, well, think about it, Uh, Toby, when you were a kid, did your parents or ask you, you know, what did you want? What do you want to do, Toby? Yeah, I guess every so often, but I suppose teachers actually did it more, which I always found kind of annoying because a lot of the time (laughs) I didn't really know. (laughs) Yeah, but like in your mind, what did you, what did you think about? 
about your future. We're like, mm. Mm, what, yeah. did you think you want to be a fireman or <laughs> um, a, a police officer? What was your What was your initial thought? I think I was a train driver myself when I was really young. Did you Did you grow up to be a train engineer? No, unfortunately, no. What, no. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? Well, I'm a radio presenter now, which I guess is something that was a bit of an ambition later on, I suppose. Sure, sure. But not when I was really young, but a bit <laughs> older, I guess. Yeah. Well, when I was seven years old, my mom asked me that question. And yeah. my answer was, I want to be a rock star. Hmm. And because I came from a very artistic family and we were all either painters or artists, um, mostly musicians. And so I gravitated towards playing music. Hmm. Um, and I actually realized that ambition for quite a, a good period of time. But, hmm. you know, with my with my daughters, they are the inspiration of the books uh, really started with my youngest daughter. Well, each one of them had their own ambitions, but my youngest daughter was actually the inspiration for the book. Um, We had a a family farm out in uh, Northern California and she came to me one day with a handful of rocks (laughs) and and she said to me, dad, um, these rocks are so beautiful. What are they called? And I said, well, they're called quartz. And I said, you can usually find quartz. Um, where, where you find quartz, you'll find gold. And she goes, well, dad, what do you call someone who works with rocks? And I said, a geologist. And she said, well, when I grow up, I want to be a geologist. Yeah. Well, now she's 17. She's graduating high school in mm-hmm. uh, the next few months. And she's already been accepted to a private college. And is she going on to be a geologist? No, she's going on <laughs> to, to, she's going to be going into business and, and going on to be a corporate attorney. Ooh. But yeah, so there, it's a long, it's a long, you know, that's a big distance between the two, but we had an ongoing dialogue and that was the inspiration. Um, that's the point of the book is to create the dialogues between parents and children and make it an ongoing conversation. Yeah, I wonder what the percentage is of children that say they want to be something when they're older and actually end up being that thing. I guess it's low, the percentage would be. Sure, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's the point is what are the possibilities? Yeah. You know, if you, if you think about it, I mean, did you ever think you were going to be a radio presenter? Um, realistically, no, <laughs> Yeah, but you took the risk eventually yeah. and, and you have the support of your family and your friends and your mm. colleagues and, you know, and obviously somebody like me is coming on and, you know, hoping to gain an audience through you. So, mm. yeah, um, that's uh, that's the benefit of thinking about the future. And yeah. that's all the books. That's what the books are about. Mm, definitely. And the look of the books as well are quite colourful. Who illustrated them? Well, it was uh, a, a gentleman by the name of Nabil Arshad. Ooh. And I, I met him online. Line. I presented the story to him. I, I found his illustrations. 
to be very compelling. And mm. I said, hey, look, I'm looking for some illustrations that uh, have a sort of Japanese anime, but not so sharp um, mm. in the, you know, like the sharp edges, but but the big eyes, the wide eyes and the round, the roundness of the faces mm. and uh, just something that was, you know, fun for kids and, and adults alike. Yeah, definitely. And there's a guy in the Zeppi Loves Rocks book that looks a bit like you. Is that based on you? Yeah, that's that's me. <laughs> ah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And actually, uh, the the three girls in the story are um, taken from inspiration of my daughters. I actually have four daughters, but in the Zippy Loves Bugs, my oldest daughter, I had to bring her down to the same age. And so what I did is I made her the next door neighbor. Uh, <laughs> that's a good idea. <laughs> so it it's it's loosely based on on our family, but yeah. not really, you yeah. know. Yeah. And why did you decide to call the character Zippy? Because our UK audience will think of a particular kids TV character from here when they hear Zippy. Oh, Zippy! I never even heard of the Zippy puppet <laughs> until until I started doing my analytics on my website and. And mm. I started doing a bunch of research and I went, oh no, there's, <laughs> well, there's more than one Zippy character. There's Zippy mm. the Pinhead and there's Zippy the Puppet. And then there's uh, a little girl named Zippy. But my girl, uh, Zippy, my youngest daughter, that was her nickname. Oh, um, So she was, uh, as a kid, um, she would just zip everywhere, yeah. all over the house. It wasn't walking. It was running everywhere. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and what gave you the idea to create these books? Because because, I mean, you're not a child yourself, evidently, but I take it you know children and you've got children. So is it just inspired by the children you know? Well, you know, I have I have taught adults um, for a good portion of my adulthood. Um, and, and I do write, um, adult books. I, I, I write fiction, um, and I write young adult fiction and actually my books are all very different from each other. Um, however, the, the reason why I decided to write to children was, um, children's books are hard to write. Um, as an adult, we tend to lose that childlike thinking. We become more, um, ingrained into adult issues Mm. and, you you know, in, in England, um, and I know he was Irish, so I don't mean to create a... Uh... Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, create a, uh, you know, a, a dialogue around all of that po- politics of, of mm. sorts. But uh, you have a national treasure in uh, C.S. Lewis. Mm. And I love his writings and I love J.R.R. Tolkien. And there's a lot of other British literature authors that I really gravitate towards. But C.S. Lewis said something interesting. He said, a children's story, which is enjoyed only by children, is a bad children's story. Yeah. And so I weighed Lewis's words. And so I decided that I should probably let adults read the books before I publish. And mm. so what I did is I submitted uh, to my next door neighbor who has a two-year-old daughter and she read the book and she wrote a review and she said, you know, um, my daughter really enjoyed the book, but so did I. And I said, I said, great. And then I have a single gentleman on the other side of my home. And um, we had in passing conversation, he's a a pretty intellectual guy. And I told him about publishing the books. And he said, he said, oh, that's great. I'm glad to hear it. Well, just this past week, he came to me and he said, Vin, I just bought your book for my 83 year old mom. And I have to tell you the graphics, the illustrations, the story fits so well together. Um, I'm going to give that to to her as a gift because she's in the hospital and I think she'll really enjoy it. Yeah. And it's so important to have stuff that appeals to the adults as well because I guess there's nothing worse for a parent than taking their kids along to the cinema to see something and being <laughs> bored rigid. And I take it with your books, a lot of the time the parents are going to be reading it to the children so they don't want to get bored then again. <laughs> Again, yeah. So I take a very different approach to make it interesting. Um, My style of writing is uh, what they would refer to as uh, poetic verse or verse novel. Essentially what that means is it's uh, very short sentences, which is uh, the way children read and write early on. Anyways, they're very concrete. Yeah. And and I picked that up from a, a book that I read um, by, and I'm going to probably slaughter his name, and I apologize. <laughs> it's uh, Verlin um, Klinkenborg. Oh, that's a cool name. It's a very cool name, and, but he uh, he works for the New York Times, and yeah. and a lot of a lot of writers. This book was actually suggested to me by uh, my uh, my novel writing professor, and he said, "Vin, if you want to improve your prose, read this book." Mm. And it's a it's a book about writing short sentences. Mm. And 
So this is an interesting story. What actually got me to publish was after I read that book, I realized I'm onto something. And so I sent um, my adult, uh, three chapters of my adult book to a gentleman who was a professor, a PhD literature professor in Manchester, um, in Manchester College. I think oh, that's what it's called. Maybe university. But, I don't know. <laughs> it could be university. Yeah. Um, but, but Manchester, I think it's Manchester College. And his name is Jonathan Poutney. And when I sent it to him, I had not published. And he wrote back and, he's, and his first three sentences are, Vin, thank you for your submission. Uh, I really enjoyed this. This is very experimental. And I haven't seen work like this since the 1970s. Wow. And, and this is great. Yeah. And I, I sat there astounded because I'd never had anybody encourage me in my writing before. And I went, I need to publish. <laughs> <laughs> So I did. And mm. I started with the books that I wrote five, five or six years ago wow. uh, with the children's books because I, they were already ready. And so I, mm. so I did. Yeah. And who would you say the exact target audience is? Because you mentioned it's mainly about empowering girls, but is it younger children or a little bit older? What's the age range? Yeah. For early readers, you know, they say that between the ages of uh, one year old and eight year olds, it all depends on where you are on yeah. uh, you know the reading level the cognitive level um, but you know early readers are considered picture book readers um, between one and, and seven or one and eight yeah yeah mm -hmm. and you've got some merchandise coming up on the way as well right you know when you mentioned that uh, in our in our uh, back and forth <laughs> I said oh well we better get that out there now um, <laughs> so we do we have we have we we uh my developer and i we spent time last night finishing up the store wow. it is available however uh the one thing the glitch is um we we can't ship out of the country we can only Ooh. ship within the united states and so i i was thinking how could i get merchandise to people in other parts of the world now they can order the books mm. um my books are distributed all over the world um say the books can be ordered in europe um they can be ordered in australia japan the united states canada you know virtually anywhere um so the zippy loves rocks and zippy loves bugs is available uh, at 40,000 retailers worldwide. Yeah. Um, but the themed t-shirts and the backpacks and the hip packs and the mugs and the spiral notebooks and the stickers and, you know, it goes on and on. Um, they're, I can't ship them out of country. However, if you email me um, through the website, I will work something out behind the scenes where I order it. Mm -hmm. And as long as you uh, submit a payment, I will I will get it shipped out to you. Uh -huh. That's clever then. Clever idea. <laughs> <laughs> it just means more work for me. My dropship. <laughs> it just means now I've I've just eliminated my dropshipper. <laughs> yeah. And there are two books I see on the website so far. Have you got any more planned after these two? I do. So I the Zippy series, the Life with Zippy series, is going to be an ongoing. Uh, theme. Yeah. Um, however, I do have another series that I'm writing for a little bit older children. They're going to be very different. It's um, an idea that I came up with many years ago. 
um, because I, I not only live in Wisconsin, but I live in Texas as well. And I became enamored with uh, Texas culture. And um, so I have these animal uh, characters. And so I can't talk about it, but they're animal <laughs> characters that are uh, Texans and they take on an anapromorphic um, uh, role. And uh, it's going to be all about Texas culture and life. And it's going to be very fun. Yeah. yeah, definitely. But in the meantime, where are we able to check out the books that are out at the moment? Yeah. So you can go to www.lifewithzippy.com. That's L I F E. E-W-I-T-H-Z-I-P-P-Y.com. Um, you can go to Amazon. So I'm assuming that you have an Amazon uh, in in Europe, in England. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, yeah. So if they go to Amazon and they type in, um, uh, you know, Zippy Loves Rocks or Zippy Loves Bugs, um, you can find it there. Yeah, definitely. And as we approach the end of the year, Christmas will be on its way soon. So it's the perfect gift. It is. And so I am working on uh, developing a... A holiday season book around Zippy and her Ooh. family. Um, so I, uh, I'm kind of scrambling to put that together, but <laughs> I, I don't want to. I don't want to push it, make it messy, but. Um, I am working on that. It's just uh, the holidays are very, very coming very soon. So I'm, I'm working on that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, thanks very much for joining us here this afternoon. It's been great having you on the air. Hey, Toby, it was a, it was a pleasure. And you enjoy the rest of your evening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Throbbing Pulse of Sound, the Toby Gribbon Show.